0: Hey everyone, happy Wednesday, and welcome back to the Vibrant Humans podcast for episode number 16, where we're going to talk about how to welcome in the fall season. My name is Sarah Wittry. I live with my husband and our four kids in Columbus, Ohio. I practice as a hospice and palliative medicine physician. And in my adult life, I've struggled with lots of things that you might relate to, chronic self-doubt, infertility, stress, overwhelm, burnout, anxiety, and imposter syndrome. I've spent the past several years on a journey to connect more deeply to myself, to understand what beliefs I carry and my emotions and patterns, and figuring out what I truly want in my life and how to live aligned with that vision on a daily basis. I started this podcast to encourage other working moms and also share parts of my story and what I've learned along the way. And my hope is that it will add value in some way to your life. I'm so honored that you're joining me. Hey friends, thanks so much for joining me today. My name is Sarah Witchery. I am the creator and podcaster for Vibrant Humans. And um, I just wanted to take today to talk about all things related to fall. Um, It's my very favorite season and my five-year-old's been asking me about every day for the last month, when's the first day of fall? When's it going to be fall, right? And so it's just been on my mind a lot and I think it's a good time to kind of pause and take stock of the year so far and then really be mindful as we approach our last quarter um, of the coming year. And so Uh, you know, it's not a a light switch at all, but there is a gradual changing of seasons and one kind of blending into the next. And if I think if we're not mindful um, or conscious of this, it can just kind of go on unnoticed. And, um, you know, over time, it's kind of everything blends together and it can be hard to kind of um, decipher out what happened when. And I think that something I've been learning is if we are able to, Um, pause for these reflections and kind of look back to look ahead, it can help us a lot with reframing and being more intentional about um, our time. But before we dive more into today's episode, I wanted to share with you all that um, I wrote an ebook recently that is now available, and it is called Reclaiming Peace, Unlocking the Power of Regulating Your Nervous System. Uh, This was really fun for me. Uh, it's, It's a short book. It's like less than 20 pages. Um, it was a challenge to, for myself to just um, put some things down on pages and um, you know put some resources together. Um, I think it's really full of fascinating information about our nervous system, how it functions, why it matters, and how um, the functioning of it shows up in our daily thoughts and actions and habits. Um, It goes through kind of the various states of the nervous system, uh, what it looks like when each one is active um, or more predominant, and then it gives you several practices and tools to identify um, where you are and if you're more on an activated anxious state or more on a depressed and low energy state, there's different tools to use for each one to help you shift back to your more kind of neutral regulated state where you have access to all of your higher level of thinking and functioning and can kind of operate at your best. Um, Best capacity. So that uh, link to get that is available in the show notes. I would absolutely love if you guys would check it out Um, and also would really, really appreciate you taking time to send it to any friends or family who you think might also enjoy it um, so that I can make sure as many people as possible who might be interested in that would be able to have access to it. Um, cause I really don't have any kind of marketing or anything, um, related to like advertising. It's just not my jam. So you guys are it and I appreciate you. Um, okay. So diving more into the fall. So I think, you know, The autumn season, it symbolizes a lot for us. It's like the harvest, the fall equinox, kind of this um, settling in and recalibration. Um, For me, it is always a time where I get excited for a more cozy season, um, a period to slow down a little bit with productivity. Um, kind of find some more sustainable rhythms and flows and cultivate more of a deeper connection um, with people, my people and community. And I think that we can use this time as a window to kind of gather our thoughts, take stock, and pause for some reflection and mindfulness. Um, I think it's really common for a lot of people to do this at the end of the year or at the beginning of a new year. Um, But I really think that this time is perfect for um, carving out uh, this space and deciding on purpose, you know, what you want to bring to the last few months of the year. Um, I think it's so easy to also just skip over and gloss over and sort of say, yeah, it's a nice idea, but gosh, there's like millions of things to do. Like, I don't have time to to make for this. Um, but you know, as much as I am prone to this type of thinking as well, um, when I have been able to carve this time out, even like 20, 30 minutes, um, between seasons, it has been so, so impactful for me. So that's why I want to encourage you guys to consider it. Um, Before you just dive into, you know, writing out the next uh, several months of events on the calendar and kind of making new goals and new plans and just go, go, go. um, I want you to be mindful of how you are approaching this season and kind of what your posture is towards it. Um, Reflecting on the kind of seasonal basis it's a natural way to assess for us what's working well in our lives, um, what we might want to change or adjust just slightly, and it can help us to stop um, approaching our life from a place of reactivity and just kind of responding to um, circumstances and instead coming at it with a, a more clarity, more perspective, and more uh, conscious intention of creating the life that we truly want and crave. So as we think about you know the different buckets so to speak of um, our lives and how we might uh, be mindful of bringing in fall and you know welcoming this new season, we can think of um, in terms of like our bodies, our minds, our spirits, and our environment. Um, in terms of what we are shifting or being at least mindful of. So let's see, let's start with our body. Um, Of course, naturally, our fall is gonna welcome in more cozy sweatshirts and sweaters. And I love like good fall dresses with good fall colors. Um, Definitely want to focus on uh, prioritizing more sleep. Since the days are shorter, I I think that naturally our circadian rhythms are meant to kind of uh, go to bed earlier at this point when it does get darker sooner. Um, and it's a really lovely way to just tune into our bodies and allow ourselves you know to go to bed when we're really tired I've been really really working on this habit for myself and so these shorter days make it easier um, we can also you know consciously shift to adding in more comforting foods and warm foods warm beverages for the cooler weather like soups and ciders my kids would eat, would drink hot chocolate every single day if I allowed them to Um You know, to uh, focus on seasonal produce and eating lots of that, creating um, your meals with those in mind. So like pears and apples, um, potatoes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, pumpkin, um, adding in some warm spices like cinnamon, matcha tea, chai tea. I absolutely love these things. Um, And then I think it's a great time to shake up your exercise routine as well or your movement practice. So shifting from maybe you've been outside doing a lot more like um, higher intensity activities or something in the summer, uh, taking advantage of the weather. And as it starts to get cooler, we can definitely still take advantage of um, beautiful weather and do like, you know, nature ho- nature hikes or um, time outside just enjoying the the fall leaves and the beautiful colors. Um, we can also, you know, do some family raking, jumping in piles of leaves, like just get more creative with um, what is movement and bring some joy in it to you. And then I love to do this year round, but like Stretching and yoga and Pilates and bar, I think, are good ways to kind of um, scale it back a little bit and just kind of match the vibe of the fall with our movement. Uh, Moving into our environment. This is one of my favorite ones um, just because there's so much uh, sensory experience with the fall and kind of incorporating our five senses. Um, And fall is a great time to really bring this into practice. Um, and I think it can shift your energy and your mood so much when you are just adding these tiny little touches in the space in which you are, you know, living and working um, and just living in. So uh, let's see, I follow this lady called Mike Willen Smith. Uh, she's also known as the Nester. And she is just an amazing person to, she specializes in decor, home decor, and kind of creating vibes. Um, And she's got this wonderful book called Welcome Home, which is a kind of seasonal book um, where, you know, each season she devotes a section to talking about the different um, colors and textures and, um, different ways that you can kind of change over your home to match the seasonal vibe, and so she's always a good source of inspiration. She has a website, she has social media, she has books, all the things. Um, but just a few ideas I've gotten from her that I try to to pull in during the fall that are fun and bring, you know, more sense of um, meaning, I guess, for our for our house. So, you know, changing out some of the the colors and bringing in some of the um, more reds and oranges and yellows and kind of those vibrant colors and then the um, kind of, uh, what are they called? (laughs) Warm neutrals, I think, like cream and beiges and those warm colors um, adds a lot of visual appeal to the home and just makes it, I think, feel more cozy for you and your family. Um, Kids at least my kids love to get involved in this this uh, switching over of everything with like the colors and the decor um, and it's a fun way to just kind of talk with them about like the changing of seasons and just bringing more awareness and purpose to it. Um, I also think it's a great time to you know uh, throw in your cozy and textured blankets or some velvety plushy different elements that add more visual warmth um and you know maybe focusing on finding a few new recipes to try for cooler weather um and scents that you enjoy for the fall is absolutely always always welcomed so there are definitely the most um amazing smelling candles for fall and I love when we get to rotate these in and just um try to keep them going almost all the time when we're home just to create that delicious smell and reminders of fall. Um, We know that smell is super super powerful in terms of its um, ability to trigger memories and to help us encode memories so use this to your advantage um, and enjoy some of those amazing candles. Um, If it's getting cold enough uh, where you are also use this time uh, to change out your Uh, sheets and your bedding to the more cozy uh, flannel sheets and um, patterns and things like that so we enjoy doing that a lot as well we're not quite there I don't think but we're getting there um and then you know use this time also to just uh switch out some of your playlist and and jump into those fall playlists the kind of like folksy um vibes and uh all the good stuff that people have already curated on spotify i use all the time um and i really appreciate them and i i sometimes forget how much music can add um and enhance a vibe of a room whether it's just your family just yourself you know doing some work or some reading or something or you're having a gathering um the the additional touch of like fall type music is um is really amazing Okay, and then just a few things to consider doing or taking a few minutes for, for your mind and soul as you uh, transition into the fall. Um, I think a digital type cleanse is always appreciated and helpful. You can really feel a difference. So like taking a little time to organize your desktop on your computer, um, your phone apps, kind of get rid of ones you don't use or want to use. Um reorganizing them and then doing like a little clean out of your email unsubscribing to emails use um unroll me is something that i use and love and just always surprised how many more things i get subscribed to without me knowing (laughs) um and then you know reminder to back up your pictures to external hard drives um you know craft some albums if you want to um those are always fun to be able to look at uh with the family and then, you know, sometimes doing like a social media cleanse might be something that you benefit from if you are just having um, lots of things on there or accounts or people that are not uplifting you and that you either are like always irritated by or just kind of pulling you in a downward direction. Take this time to unfollow or mute them and just fill your feeds with inspiring and uplifting things. Um, then we like to create some of a fall bucket list of seasonal activities that we want to make time for. Um, You know, I think asking your kids something that they want to do is is always recommended. And sometimes what they say surprises me. Like, it'll be like, I just want to make sure we have a bag of um, candy corn at home. (laughs) Like, that's easy, right? Um, But sometimes, like, definitely things that you always do, traditions like pumpkin patches and that kind of stuff, it might still be um, something your kids want to do, or maybe they want to try something new. Maybe want to try a corn maze or like doing some art with leaves and fall decor type of stuff. Um, so just incorporating their, uh, desires and what they'd like to do. Um, we just did apple picking this last weekend at a farm near here, and that was super fun. We had never really done that, um, before in an actual apple orchard. So really enjoyed that. And then, um, I like to do some fall baking with like pumpkin chocolate chip bread and all the goodness. Um, watching scary movies, uh, and you know, if this is something that you guys enjoy doing or you enjoy as a a family, um, making like an inspiration board with pictures from magazines or like a Pinterest board or something like that can be really fun and a good creative outlet. If that's something that brings you joy, but if it's stuff, def- if it's not, uh, not something that sounds appealing or you know something you want to do, don't just add it on as an extra thing for sure. Um, But let your kids help and just setting the intentions and kind of the top items or activities that you want to do as a family. Um, I find that doing this and naming them and then putting this up in like a central area in your home can help to build some anticipation and excitement for the season and what's uh, in store. And also just make sure that some of them happen because we all know that, you know, the time is flying by. And so if we're not kind of consciously creating, you know, our desired list of at least a few things we want to do, um, sometimes they just don't happen and the time passes. Um, So, and then as we move into like the soul practices, um, we're going to go a little bit more into this. It's sort of a process of um, something that you might be able to use as more of a like f- reflection and intention setting. Um, but I think the over overarching theme I'd like to encourage you to think of this fall is to really hone hone in and think about doing less better. I think that this is very helpful as we are um, always always having this sense of like time passing by really quickly i think when we um focus on more deeply connecting with ourselves and our people and really consciously investing in like the, the relationships that we already have and appreciating them more fully um, it can help us have this sense of almost like time expansion so it's pretty cool um And I also think as we're also entering the season of gratitude, um, you know, with the holidays and everything, that something I like doing or making a practice of in this time is to write some notes, like handwritten cards to a few people who have maybe had a really big impact on me in the last um, year or season and just things that they've helped me with practically or personally personally. Um, I find that, you know, doing that practice myself is a very much a feel good practice. And then, um, giving those cards out and, um, being able to just know that you are taking the time for those people to really, um, thank them and, uh, be practical and intentional in this way is really, really, um, a practice I encourage. Uh, I don't think we do this enough. Okay, so a process that you can um, try if you would like to, just to kind of do some of this intention setting for your own fall um, is to first, you know, think about an intentional setup. So like, if you're gonna do it, light a good smelling candle, make yourself some good tea um, or something you like to drink and turn on a good fall playlist to kind of get yourself in the mood to do it. And then step one: review maybe the goals that you've had for the year, uh, and take time instead of beating yourself up like what you haven't accomplished or things you haven't gotten to. Focus on some of the things you did achieve, and take take just a minute or two to celebrate these small wins of what you have done this year. I think this is so crucial and so often forgotten because it's just kind of like dismissed or you know um, waved on. And yeah, celebrate those little wins and take time to kind of um, relish them, feel proud of them. And then step two, to feel and name the people or events or things that you're really, really grateful for currently and or within, you know, this last year, particularly like what stands out, um, maybe help to kind of set a timer for three minutes and, Close your eyes to help yourself bring to mind on um, the people, the experiences, your belongings or accomplishments that you are particularly grateful for. And so as you're doing this, just try to let yourself really feel into this love and thankfulness. Um, really relish the experience of what, who are the people and what are the things that make your life very rich and full, and um, you can jot down a few things that come up for you and just anchor in the feeling for a few minutes before you move on. Um, If you're like me, you know, it's easier to kind of talk about this, dismiss it, even like roll my eyes at doing gratitude practice a lot of times, Um, but the science and the research is so, so clear that taking time and space for gratitude practices is a huge um, way to uh, boost our well being. And so, um, you know, transitioning into the fall and kind of taking stock of this is a great time to practice this, even for a few minutes. It, it makes a big difference. Um, then the next step I encourage you to do is to look ahead into the future. So imagine yourself, you know, getting to the end of t- what, 2023 and kind of celebrating, getting ready to celebrate New Year's Eve with your people. Um, what do you want to see and how, what do you want to feel at that point? Um, if you're stuck and you can't, you know, it's hard to come up with goals or practical things, um, try this journal prompt by one of my favorite teachers and coaches, Heather Chauvin. Her prompt is, um, wouldn't it be nice if? And it's so open-ended, and that's one of the things I love about it. Um, but if you just let yourself free right on that for a few minutes, I guarantee that some things will start to come out, maybe that you didn't even really think were in there. So it can be... Um, anything at all, uh, just kind of write and don't edit yourself. So it can be like, wouldn't it be nice if I could have a glass of water or take a really hot shower tonight? Um, Wouldn't it be nice if I had more energy? Wouldn't it be nice if my spouse um, and I had a deeper connection? Or just anything big, small, whatever, um, things that you would love to see happen. Just try to um, let yourself write these down, get them out, and visualize and journal about a few things that come up for you. Um, step four is what is working and what has made you feel happy and alive this year? So what are the things that have been bringing you a lot of joy and fulfillment? Um, what areas of life or specific things? Where have you seen in your life some of the biggest positive changes this year? And what do you attribute those changes to like are there certain actions that you've been taking consistently that are bringing you those positive results um you can think of it in terms of you know buckets of life if it's easier to kind of break down that way like uh, yourself and your family your relationships your career your health Um, But again, this just helps to notice what is going well and what you want to continue. Um, We don't have to change everything, right? So a lot of times things are going really well and we just want to take note of what is helping them to go well um, so that we can keep them going. Uh, For me, I would say what's going well is probably doing my morning routine whenever I can. This is something consistently that if I am able to do, I have such a better day. Um, even if it's just for like five or 10 minutes of intentionality in the morning, I do like a tiny bit of journaling, a little stretching, um, a little just mindfulness or slow time before I jump into, you know, checking my phone or, uh, getting my kids ready, things like that. Um, and then another one I'm trying to do that's a good um, habit for me and is working well is to to try really hard or mindfully not to eat or drink a lot after dinner time. Um, this just helps me with a lot of other habits. It's kind of like a, um, a domino habit that we can discuss more next week um, but just helps me in other areas of my life as well. Uh, and then the next step in this reflection process and kind of intention setting is... Uh, you thought about what's working well now just reflect for a few minutes on what hasn't been working as well or what are areas of frustration or stress or difficulty um, what areas are you just not getting the results that you want that are just consistently causing you um, irritation or frustration uh, in those areas you maybe want to consider making some shifts to how you're approaching them or some habits in those areas um, you know I think in work for me so there's times where I'm feeling like tied down or frustrated by some of like the monotony the meetings the flow um, that sort of thing that just consistently frustrates me that I'd like to um, take a closer look at this season and try to make some mini changes Um, but just yeah anything that you feel like just is bothering you and not going how you want um, just mark those things down and say Try to, try to recall or um, bring to mind what are the maybe specifics of what you think might be causing these things to be areas of struggle for you. Uh, and then the next step is really just what do you want to focus on the, on for the fall, knowing kind of where you've been, what you're grateful for, um, looking ahead, how you want to be at the end of the year, what you want to have achieved or you know, cultivated, and then what's going well and not going well. This is just helping you to pick one area of your life and ask yourself, what do you most want to invest in and create for yourself in this area in the next couple of months? Um, if you want to, and it's too hard to narrow it down to just one, you could try to pick one area in your personal life and one in your work life. But um, if you're just starting out or this seems overwhelming at all, I challenge you to just narrow it down to one area one area um, because we can't focus on everything at once um, and put a lot of intentionality into everything or we just you know we get overwhelmed and nothing much changes so when you have your one top area then just spend a few minutes at the end of this reflecting and writing down what you want to do in this area so it could be something you want to start doing or stop doing Um, think about and write down how you want to feel about this area Um, and what kind of action steps you would need to take to get the results that you desire. So for example, if you have a um, a goal or desire to deepen your connections with friends in this uh, last quarter, you would some of the actions you would need to take would be, you know, making intentional time to connect with friends um, by texting or Voxer or whatever, um, whatever way you communicate with them and to intentionally plan and actually do get together with them um at whatever frequency you feel like would work for you like every two weeks or every month or three times a week or you know we're all different (laughs) um maybe an action step might be like stepping out of your comfort zone and inviting someone to um come over or into your life more Uh, maybe hosting some friends Uh, maybe asking someone to go for a walk with you once a week. Um, Just think about how you want to or need to show up in this area and what type of energy you need to have to feel the way you want to feel and to help you to cultivate the type of results that you want to see. And then also can be helpful to, to reflect on why you wanna do this, um, cause this will get at your kind of overarching values and um, goals and how that they work together to be more meaningful, um, to help you sustain them um, when you feel like, you know, you don't have the energy to keep them going. Um, and then lastly is just scheduling these things into your calendar. So just in the one area you picked, um, what action items are you gonna focus on? And just tiny, tiny micro actions are all that you really need to get started. Um, but just add it in to your calendar, try to overcome the mental drama and resistance that sometimes comes, um, especially when it actually comes up on your calendar and your first first temptation is to like avoid or resist it. You can then go back to the intentions you set, the reasons why you wanted to invest in this area during this uh, fall season. And then this can be helpful to just kind of get you over that um, hill of taking the action. And then as you do this, as you do it again and again, you're going to be proud of yourself for showing up and um, for doing them and staying consistent And with just a little bit of time, you're going to start seeing some of these results that are encouraging. And another positive benefit is that you're going to grow trust in yourself in this process to follow through with yourself and do the things that you said you would do. Um, So just remember, just like the seasons of the year, we know they're coming. They always, you know, provide these shifts for us in kind of natural ways um, that remind us that we're also cyclical. We're also living in seasons, and maybe we've just had some intense, on-the-go, adventurous type summer energy. Um, and with fall coming, it's really this opportunity to kind of um, narrow in, reflect express gratitude and open up you know, possibilities and priorities for what we want to focus on as we head into the fall and this more inward turning posture of realignment and deepening uh, relationships and um, just deciding where we want to focus our time and energy because it is up to us um, and just awareness of that and how that can look for this season for you Um, I'm really excited for you to explore and understand more about um, what it is for you and then how you can use this process to kind of narrow down what you want to focus on. And so I am excited, excited to talk to you more about this and would love to um, have you jump into the Facebook group, Facebook community um, that you can share what you come up with and maybe like what your focus is and what your action steps are going to be. And as always, to grow this community and this audience, it would be so amazing if you would be able to um, subscribe to the podcast and then rate, review, and share it with a friend um, so that we can reach more people and just um, grow the community of intentional living and, you know, on the journey of self trust and self development and, yeah, just encouraging one another along the way. Um, next week, I'm excited to continue a little bit of this conversation as we're figuring out these little micro actions that we want to take, and be consistent in, um, I'm going to talk to you about a, um, 10 minute habit challenge that I have learned and loved and want to share with you all as well. So that's what we are going to talk about more next week. And until then, wishing you all a lovely rest of your week and yeah, go do some fall intention setting. Hey everyone, this is Sarah Wittry and you've joined me for the Vibrant Humans podcast episode number 17, The Power of a 10-Minute Habit. I can't wait to dive in with you.